Coming to you live and direct, this is a Real Ties Production Podcast. It's your boy Jay Ruck and my homeboy Cam. We about to jump it off. Let's go. You know what I'm saying? Real trust is everybody's serenity. <laughs> what, what you mean? What do you mean? Oh, oh yeah, he is tripping. Perfect example. And camera scales. <laughs> Patrick, <laughs> money man, Mahomes. Alright, we are back, man. We've been running into so many problems with just this whole production thing. Uh, everything's kind of been brand new to us. Yeah. Uh, we don't really even have a production team. We do production team. So, without further ado, um, sorry for the delay um, to our very local fans that we have yeah. right now. Uh, people been asking us, oh, y'all still podcasting? Y'all still recording? We didn't really had time to. Right. One, two... Um, um, the person we were going to for, you know, everything getting cleaned up was, I don't know, going through a third party was kind of slowing us down too. Right. the way we kind of had everything set up with, we kind of wanted to drop like a certain day every week. It was just too much, um, too much just up in the air. Like we had to. We had to get a set schedule, and we kind of was just winging everything, so right. they don't really match up. You was in season. Exactly. Yep. I was hooping from November to March, so there was no real time to get in and yeah. sit down and actually record something that had some substance to it. I mean, yeah, some shit happened, but you were going through real-life stuff. I was going through real-life stuff, so it just wasn't a time to sit down and really get on the podcast and start talking. Yeah, because people ask me, like, um, whenever people bring up podcasts, I'll be like, oh, yeah, you have a podcast, don't you? I'm like, mm-hmm. yeah. And they'll, like, ask me, like, how is it and stuff like that. You kind of have to have time to not only record, because you're not recording for 20 minutes. Right. You know what I mean? You you got to have time to sit down for at least an hour. Matter of fact, give Probably yourself, two. like, two hours, because you yeah. got to plan it. You got to make sure your topic's right. You got to make sure you uh feel comfortable with that topic. Like, you can talk about it for a while, because if you get into a... Topic and you're um 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 man, no one's gonna want to listen to that. So, right. just mapping everything out, kind of like managing ourselves without a manager. Mm-hmm. That's kind of what the track we on right and now. Actually, you know, it's kind of a good segue into our topic um, about what we're gonna talk about today, and that's contracts between friends. And right. I think you know that's something we'd have to sit down and really discuss right one day when you know the business opportunities come. Right now, we're just trying to build a platform just to gain some leverage for when we do go into business and you know we can get our money right hell yeah so speaking of contracts between friends this came up for me because a podcast that i've listened to every you know twice a week for the past some odd years and haven't missed an episode two there's three guys it's a joe budden podcast and two of the co-hosts went on strike basically for six weeks Mm -hmm. and the reason why was because there was built up you know personal tension and business was not right and there was no real transparency in the business one of the co-hosts you know basically went on strike because he got into it with him or something he kind of you know was wondering what are the numbers what are we doing what am i getting here if we do this what am i getting there oh what deals are you turning down that i don't know about like it's just a lot of certain things that built up and led to this you know a six-week strike which you know 
is a long time in the entertainment industry. Any yeah, entertainment industry, they, sports, they, whatever. They drop all the time. They drop two times a week. Yeah, so, so that's th- I at mean, least 12 episodes. Yeah. So, Jeez. Um, and then you give a chance for listeners to get, you know, accustomed to the new guys that they brought on. And so it was just a really... It was a really awkward and weird time for mm. a core listener like me who was kind of just left in the air with all of what's going on behind the scenes. There was no social media, this or that. So they kind of just like kept everybody in the dark with what was really happening. And it turns out to be that the personal tension that was building up and mixing in with the business was causing all the problems. Right. So, you know, you got your host, Joe Budden, telling one of the co-hosts that, you know, the business is not really his business. And then you got another um, co-host who basically said in a different podcast that podcasting wasn't really his passion. But you have someone like Joe who's probably put Pretty all of his marbles yeah. into that basket. And that's his career. Right. So you got two co-hosts <clears throat> who, you know, may not seem the most 100% determined as you are, yeah, which is already a disconnect. But mm-hmm. you also are quote-unquote, hiding information from your co-host that they would deem necessary for them to see because yeah. they've helped build this. There really is no Joe Budden podcast without these other two guys. Like, they wouldn't have gotten this far. Right. We Clearly. all know that. Yeah. <laughs> and so my first question for you is, mm-hmm. can business and friendships mix? Mm. Real I'm a, business. I'm going I'm to say, say no. I'm gonna say no because of because of business that type of uh dog eat dog world yeah only the strongest survive whatever you can't really have no friends in that yeah if you really wanna you know uh expedite your success in business you can't really have friends you gotta be willing right. to kind of step on kind of whoever to get what you want where yeah. you where you want to go mm-hmm. and um you never wanted to get personal it should be strictly business you right. know what I mean so. Just like if you if you hooping like everything on the floor is like you know what I'm saying everything should stay on the floor like once right. we off the floor we cool but on the court like it's it's whatever yeah yeah it's whatever it's so fine. um it's kind of like that in business so if you bring in kind of friends into that and you see yourself that you can go this way faster right. if you cut ties or um you're not getting as many views or the viewers want this person yeah. out of there but that's like your homeboy right. like what you what you, you want me do? to do? I think that's a good point because, um, like I was saying earlier with the whole core audience and thing like that, mm-hmm. if you have something and it's being built and it's still progressing, it might get to the climax of what you think, but it's still going. I just thought it was weird just going back to that podcast that, you know, that's probably the, this is probably the only job that you can yeah. have where you can go. Not the only job that they have, but the only mm-hmm. job that you can do in any type of industry where you can leave for six weeks and come back and not be fired, not be, you know, reprimanded for what you did. It's right. just kind of like, oh, we're, you know, we're homeboys, so we're just going to go back to what we were yeah. just doing. Right. I thought that was really interesting. Um, it's kind of like you, uh, not that you skip the jump in part, but like if you go to a business or a company and you kind of know somebody there that like brought you in, you kind of can drop your shoulders a little bit. Like you feel like you don't have to work harder Uh because you got a homeboy, you got an uncle or you got a, you know what I'm saying? Friend or whoever. So that's a good point. And 
I was just thinking about something that you brought up earlier, the whole third party thing and how mm-hmm. we were, you know, relying on somebody else to mix and master right. our podcast. Uh-huh. And they weren't really on the schedule that we wanted to be on the schedule with. Mm-hmm. And so that kind of brings me to an idea that I had that, you know, we us two were in this and we created this because we we're passionate about it. Right. And the moment we step we bring, out of it, moment we step out of it or the moment that we bring somebody else into the equation that doesn't care as much or isn't as passionate as us, that's when everything starts to go downhill yep. because they're not going to care. They're not going to put as much effort into it. And it basically just kind of waste time. It's kind of like a clock in and clock out thing. Like they're yeah. going to do it for the time being. And then they're going to say, fuck it, like whatever, like maybe that's yeah. a check. Like later on, if we have somebody on our production team, they're probably not going to care as much. Right. And they're obviously not going to get paid as much as we are. So with them knowing that, you know, it just, you kind of have to like keep things in house. Yeah. Yeah, I really sure. agree. Yeah, so I was gonna say, um, I kind of see it from Joe Budden's, you know what I'm saying, from his perspective too. Like, if he's with his um, management team, um, and they're like, "Oh, uh, this type of numbers are going to this person," mm-hmm. or we got such and such coming up, or this whatever like that, they're telling Joe like, right. and Joe gets to disperse that information at right. his discretion like he don't if he feel like you don't need to know that information like right now like all right so what like i feel like his homeboy kind of was looking for something to kind of poke at because if like if one of us is kind of like the the mm-hmm. the quavo of the migos you know what i'm saying like yeah if he the leader you know what i'm saying like we still a part mm-hmm. of the group you know what i mean right. like but you kind of got to understand your role like yeah. you it's not called the the homeboys podcast right. like it's called the Joe Button podcast right. so what you point. expect no that's a good point because um a lot of times with business dealings and what happens i think this is what truly separates friendships when it becomes business is that mm-hmm. you have somebody who's in the lead role right and companies are going to go to that one person they might come to you they might come to both of you but they're going to go to the person who's ultimately running it right. and they're going to come at them with the number and that mm-hmm. number might be different than your co-host number. Exactly. And that number might excite you. It might upset your co-host. That's something that you have to come with. But the moment that a company comes to one person and consults them or the other, mm-hmm. I think that's where things start getting fishy. I yeah. think that's where numbers start getting tossed around. And somebody is ultimately left in the dark. Being left in the dark, I think our next topic about, you know, holding out on deals and, you know, waiting and persevering and being patient for the right one that that comes to both of us you know in the near future mm-hmm. um obviously we would consult each other about it yeah talk about it but i think the one thing that i've learned about the podcasting business is that no matter what network you're signed to who's got you sponsored or whatever mm-hmm. if you can control the rights and basically the IP with intellectual property, which mm-hmm. is just our minds right. talking. If we have a hundred percent control of that, we can do whatever. Well, we can yeah, take this podcast wherever. Mm-hmm. Nobody can take that money from us. And right. That's a huge chunk of change that's coming out of any single contract that we sign. Oh, me. So that's just one thing that I've always been paying attention to um, with podcasts that start up, podcasts that you know have people leave different calls to get replaced. Some shows go from three to two. Some mm-hmm. go from two to one, and right. then. Next thing you know, if you're a one-person podcast, that means your podcast is guest-driven. Yep. And so there's a lot of things that go into it. And then you bring on guests, you 
you know, are probably paying them to be on there. Right. Unless you're, you know, just doing them a solid and they're going to get views. There's some podcasts where if you did it for free, it's almost better than trying to negotiate something that just is going to fall through. Right. Um, Like, for example, if I was a rapper or something and Joe Budden wanted me on his podcast, I wouldn't be, all right, how much you paying me? It would be, all right, when do I need to be there? Yeah. Something like that. Or like a a sway in the morning or uh, breakfast club Mm -hmm. or something like that. Yeah, like you ain't really looking for... for like bread there, it's just mm-hmm. exposure, right? You know what I'm saying? Like, well, you, this, I don't know because when it comes to the corporate level, I think that's when you should start demanding money because they have so much money to give out, and they're giving out money to probably lesser talent anyway. So if they're gonna have you on there to obviously boost yourself, but they're having you on there because they feel like you can boost whatever they got going on just as much. So, so you saying like a. If the like, Breakfast like, Club wanted me to come and have an interview, mm-hmm. I would make them pay me for it. Yes. As, a, as an up-and-coming artist? Wherever, whatever I'm doing, yeah. Really? Like, how, how much you asking for? Um, Nothing crazy. I would say probably half of what I charge for a show. Okay. Because you're kind of giving away the behind-the-scenes of how yeah. you're built. I mean, people's personalities, people's reputations some, I mean, the Breakfast Club isn't what it used to be, but some, like, some of those interviews could make or break artists. Yeah. Like, oh, I fuck with this guy. This guy's cool. His music ain't the best, like, but he's a cool-ass dude. Let me follow him on Instagram. Let me see what he's got going on. Let me buy some of his product. Or it goes the other way. It's like, all right, this dude's a moron. He's an idiot. <laughs> he got put on by you know, the Breakfast wrong Club. people, yeah. and he you know, just found a lick, and now he's just you know, chasing some clout, which usually Sometimes, is what happens yeah. and usually doesn't end very well. Like, I mean, I think it ended well for Soldier Boy. Yeah. Like, when he was talking but about Dre. I think Dre. He's, a, he's an anomaly because it's Soldier Boy. Yeah. And people were kind of, ever since that Vlad interview where he started talking about that home invasion yeah. stuff, I think everybody was waiting since for him then, to kind of get in front of a camera like and that again. talk and, you know, explain what, he, what new stuff he's got going on. Mm-hmm. But my main point is, I think... No matter if you're Soldier Boy, that personality can sell anywhere. That motherfucker yeah. could come to real ties and blow, blow it up. Shit up. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like he can go wherever. Like personalities like that, mm-hmm. where they already established what they have and people know what they're gonna get. People are gonna like, click. yeah, people are gonna click on it. They yeah. want to see some, some foolishness, some clownery, whatever the hell. They gonna watch the Soldier Boy interview, right. whatever. Like there's people that still watch that Soldier Boy, uh, Breakfast Club interview just because it's the shenanigans. It's funny, yeah. yeah. Right. So um, look at, uh, I guess. We could talk about, you know, conflict between us. We don't have any yet, but as far as it goes between the Joe Budden podcast, these guys have ended their six-week strike. They've been on one episode. They came back and kind of explained everything to the audience as much as they could. Yeah. It got a little heated in the room, I think, because it brought back some feelings that yeah, had not been totally resolved yet. It, got, it was personal. Yeah. And a little bit. one thing I will mention, the two co-hosts' names Rory and Maul. Mm-hmm. Rory is someone that Joe met through the industry, basically. Okay. Maul is somebody who he's real, real friends with. Like, they've lived together. Right. They've done crazy things together. They've done together. And so, I think it was easier for Rory to basically, like, come back to the show and pretty much be like, all right, no hard feelings. Like, this is what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. Let's get back to work. Maybe my feelings should have, you know, should have been put Kept to the to side. The side. yeah. But as for Maul, somebody who's really friends, that's a homeboy. I man. think 
that when you cross one of your friends like that, it ain't no. It's yeah. not really gonna go back to one hundred percent how it was, and plus they're old heads, so like yeah. they take that respect thing to the serious. next level. Yeah. So Maul, the whole time he was just like, all I wanted was respect and transparency. And when Joe made that comment, like the business is not your business, it wasn't like, oh, he wanted to punch him in the face. It was yeah. more like a realization, like, oh, like I'm not a, as much. I'm not a as part big as, as I think I am, or I'm, I'm not as big as I think I am, yeah. and I think. They both had that realization when the two new co-hosts came on and mm-hmm. people were liking them. The numbers were the same. Yeah, you can be replaced. Yeah, like you replace them. They probably weren't as marketable, but right. they can be replaced. Yeah, and the show is gonna go on. It's, yes, and I think they the had a pro- they on. had a problem with that. Mm-hmm. I know they had a problem with that because they said it, but I think, like I said, you've been in this business for five years with you know two of your homeboys, and then you get replaced. The two people who are on strike would probably think, "Oh, you know, this is gonna yeah. shut down for a little bit because it's just a little pod- it's just yeah. a little podcast. It's gonna shut down." No, no Joe sir. said he's treating this like a real corporate entity. Like yeah. Walmart, if every worker, every bagger in Walmart up the street goes on Fels, strike, yeah, they got somebody else. They got somebody else coming. Walmart's not shutting down because some workers felt like they're underpaid. Somebody else about to come get some bread. Yeah. As Walmart workers strike in front of the building, there's going to be 10 new people getting hired to work in the store. And, and no one's going to care. People still going to be shopping right. in the store. So I think that's also another area of confusion and miscommunication where basically the two co-hosts felt as if the show should have stopped or that they were so important to the show that they're there wasn't a way for it to continue without them. And it was, and it was successful. And so when they came back, and now, now they've been on for two episodes, it's kind of back to normal, but you can kind of feel like, okay, there's still it's, some it's still business. Because when money is on the table that you didn't get, or yeah. a couple years, because they used to go on tour, and they would make a lot of money on tour, like just doing kind of what the 85... South, sh- South, yeah, yeah, kind of what they do, yeah. except more... But it's not. Like, it's not a stand up. It's yes. more of like a an actual event. Right. You got people coming on the stage doing like um, relationship battle stuff. Just all kinds of like just, just tell all like bunch of stuff. A real pot. A real live podcast show. Show. Yeah. And you could tell that during that time everything was good. Money was coming in. Nobody was Everybody complaining. Was Everybody, was, Everybody eating. was eating. And so they come up on a Spotify deal mm-hmm. and. You know, after the first year, Joe admitted that he hated the deal. He wished he could have gotten out of it and never signed it. But he thought that that certain time, that money grab was kind of what they needed as a show. Right. At the end of the day, if someone puts a number in front of you, it's kind of hard to say, say no. no. you got to yeah. have a lot of balls to say, nah, I'm worth more than that. Or nah, mm-hmm. my co-hosts deserve more than that. And I think what happened <coughs> was, is that Joe got to a point where he was signing a deal that I'm not going to say he was selfish, but I'm going to say that he looked at his own numbers and mm-hmm. said, you know what? Cool. These two guys are signed to me. Yep. This money's going to come to me. I can divide it, you know, amongst yeah. them once I get it. But I think that number might not have been as high as he wanted. And then the co-hosts are not seeing the bread that they probably should. I mean, you've got these episodes on YouTube doing almost half a million views in yeah. a week. Yeah. Like, these episodes drop in five or six hours. They're in the hundreds of thousands of views almost. Everybody, know who, uh, everybody knows who the uh, Joe Button podcast is. Yeah. Everybody, everybody knows. knows that. And so, if you don't know it, you've heard it. You've heard yeah. some clips. And then there's memes that come from it, little short clips. And right. it's just, it's one of those things that now 
you can't really miss. It's kind of a thing that's in the subconscious. Like, all right, that's one of the top podcasts. You have yeah. Joe Rogan, whatever he does, which I think is – we can talk about that later, but I think it's coming – it's slowly dwindling in its, its significance. Its popularity will always be there because I think Joe Rogan is just Joe Rogan. He's right. going to have a – he has a fan club, a cult almost. But that show and show how much love. impact yeah. that it makes, I think it's kind of – it's kind of dwindling down because how, I mean, you have guys on there for almost three hours. Y'all discuss almost everything unrelated to that person. And then after that's over, it's like, all right, well, you just brought in Elon Musk. Right. Now you're going to bring in some financial advisor or some guy that's from the war or some like scientist who's trying to, it's just, he's all over the place. He's all over the place. And I think that he's found, a good niche in what he does and people want to go on his show. But I think as time goes on, he's going to need to start innovating and doing more live stuff. Um, I wouldn't doubt that he probably gets back into more stand-up comedy mm-hmm. just because of the lack of stand-up that's kind of out right now. I think uh, stand-up comedy kind of started to take a turn whenever I would say Netflix started to do those specials. Yeah. Um, I think it's two things. I think Netflix changed the game, and mm-hmm. I also think the audience for stand-up got more mature in that people wanted to people wanted to hear more of Dave Chappelle and less Kevin Hart. Yes. That's yes. what I think ultimately sure. happened. And people sure. want, It's hard to put Dave Chappelle on every TV um, in America. It's real easy to put Kevin Hart right. on every right. TV. Right, that's true, because he can stand there, he can be a clown, he can be... A show on himself, mm-hmm. whereas Dave Chappelle, he's gonna make a joke out of something so serious that it, it might fly over your head. Yeah. But by the time the show's over, with, you're like, yeah. all right, I just listened to something that was actually <laughs> meaningful. Like Chappelle's stand-ups, you can go back and listen to. I think the Kevin Hart's, if you find the moments, they're cool. But as far as the longevity of his stuff, he was gonna have to turn into a movie star because yeah, that's kind of what his shows were. It was more so about watching him do it than it was about his actual jokes. Because yeah. I don't really think that his jokes were that great. I think the way that he performed him, his presence, his performer, and yeah. how he carried himself. And he's fucking like 5'3". So <laughs> it all just helps looking at him being able to laugh because he laughs right. at himself just as much. Right. So um, back to what you were saying about uh, just getting personal with contracts and stuff like that. I yeah. think it I don't think it'll ever reach a point. I mean I I bet that's what everybody says that gets into something exactly. with a homeboy or something like that or a close friend. Mm-hmm. Um but I don't think there's there's a I just think there's a certain way you handle things with uh with somebody like that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like obviously if you somebody you met through the industry like like how he came back and he was like he should have he he felt that. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? He felt like him uh, Joe and his home but homeboy like they should have handled it. You know what I'm saying differently than mm-hmm. on both sides probably. Well, the thing you is, know what I'm saying, what but, was interesting is Rory, the one of the co-hosts, was told, you know, I need you to sit out for a couple episodes. Joe told him to just sit down for a few. Mm-hmm. The other co-host, Maul, said, I'm not really rocking with that. You can't tell somebody not to come into work. Right. And so that's pretty much how the tension mm-hmm. started. Got you. Yeah, I mean. I don't. I don't disagree with with Maul. Yeah. I don't disagree with. Him. So no, especially, I mean, especially you're riding for been, your guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Y'all been riding for five like, years. Five years. I mean, that's like, you see each other twice a, a week. It's yeah, it's kind sudden. of all of a sudden, and then you're in the dark for six weeks. And we don't get. We don't hear nothing. Right. Like damn. But back to our business mm-hmm. and how we run things, I think 
what's great about podcasting is that it, it's so unconventional that you can text me at 11 o'clock, hey, pull up. Or I must record or I got something to record. Yeah. And in any business that's a multi-million dollar business or hundreds of thousands, whatever number it is, right. you got to clock in and clock, clock out, out yeah. pretty consistently. You got to, you know, you got to put on your professional face. You got to put on your professional voice. Like, we're not, we're in your basement. Like, <laughs> yeah. we're not, we're not dressed up. I mean, my right. shoes are off. You got no socks on. Like, right. we're, you're in a hoodie. Like, we're just cooling. And so, I think what happens is, is that it gets away from that. Mm-hmm. Once the business starts, it's like, oh, yeah. okay, now we now, have to do yeah. this. Now we have to act up. like this. It's like, no, that's not, that's not, that's not how it works. Right. What gets you there is being transparent, being authentic, and doing what you love, how you love to do it. And right. that'll ultimately get the best results. And I think that with bigger podcasts and as they grow, mm-hmm. either they start to get guest-driven or they get these sponsorships that want them to direct them a certain way, say this, this and this, or talk about this, this and this, or don't do this, this and this. Mm -hmm. And I think once, like we talked about before, once you get that third party involved, everything starts to change because they're even a corporate that wants to put thousands or millions of dollars into your entity. They don't want to say, they still don't care Yeah, for real. They don't care as much about you. They just think they know, Hey, this place or this group of people, they get this amount of traction we could get this amount of advertising for this dollar. And so, boom, we're just going to contact them and hopefully they, they sign with us. And that's yeah, all it is. It's the analytics. with the, Yeah, it's all it's, analytics driven. It ain't really like, right. oh, I know this person that knows this person. They're yeah. a good person. You know, so I think a lot, of things, yeah. a lot of things fail because companies just throw a dollar at something, hopefully, it's or hoping that it'll just, it'll stick. Or yeah. something that's blowing up and you throw some money at it and then you kind of want to change its course. That's when it starts getting bad, and then it gets flushed out in a year. And I would probably say 85% of the time, somebody going to jump on it. Right. Somebody going to grab that money. Somebody going to jump on the money train. Especially money they've never seen. I'm not, yeah, I'm about to say, I'm not saying I wouldn't. Right. You know what I'm saying? But it would have to be like something that, you know, I have a family. Right. You know what I'm saying? If somebody came to us and we're like, all right, we have um, $50,000 split between the both of you, but we need you to sign this, and we need to control this, this, and this. I'm not here to sit here and say like, I'm, oh, I'm gonna say no, like, right, fuck right. that. Like, I'm gonna look at that 25 and be right. like, um, what can I do with yeah, that right now? Me, you said I gotta do what? I gotta and record a, twice a week. We could do that. Mm, mm. Right. Okay. Yeah. Let yeah, me, we can let, do that. Yeah, yeah we, we can do, do that. that. And it sounds so simple. Stupid. Like, right. And that's how they try to everything. Get, yeah. That's the mindset that they try to attack. Is oh, there's that bread. Let me whatever you need me to do for. Oh, I don't need to do nothing crazy. I just need to keep doing my job. Mm-hmm. All right, then I'll do it. But what they don't know is that in that fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh page of that contract, it says you can't do this. Yep. We own this. Yep. You can't say this. Yep. Um, your sponsorships are gonna bring in this. We're taking this amount of percentage from that you sponsor have to this you yeah. have to record this mm-hmm. then like right like your studio has to be different like crazy. i would be cool once we start going video yeah that we sit at this table mm-hmm. we have one of our phones or a camera on a tripod and we're going right like this that's it and if it doesn't get more you know authentic than that and um, i think somebody will jump on it yeah. eventually they will because they'll see that it's things real. that we discuss and things that we talk about, there's a genuine connection between both of us. Right. The relationship is not built off of, oh, we just want a podcast. It was, are yeah. oh, we homeboys? We talk about the craziest stuff all the time. Man. Why not record it? Why not put some professionalism, some sense behind it and get it out to the world? The way the way this came out, um, we was, man, we used to do this since what? Like 2016, 2015? Yeah, man. 
we used to just rap about anything all stuff the time. that people weren't necessarily having conversations about. Yeah, like yeah. not saying like, oh, we rapped about those tough conversations all the time. Like we rapped about literally everything under the spectrum. Right. And I was just like, one day I'm like, bro, why don't we? Right. Why don't we just record this, mm-hmm. bro? Like, why don't we just? You know what I'm saying? Get some mics and, you know what I'm saying, just see and what happens. That's the thing is that usually when a great idea starts like this, it's usually why didn't we start this earlier? Earlier, And yeah. I think about two years ago mm-hmm. when, you know, a lot of crazy stuff was happening within the world and yep. things were changing yep. and politics were getting heavier and sports were becoming this and entertainment was becoming that. I think it would have been easier to see like a, a brighter vision at the end of the tunnel. Not saying it isn't now, yeah. but just where we would be two years ago if, if we started, then started to now. because yeah. it's not, this isn't easy, but it's not hard. Yeah. No, it's, it's not going to be, it's only going to get harder, but it's never going to be overwhelming to yeah. the point where we've like, all right, we can't do this. Yeah, anymore. It's never going to be where it's like a burden. Like, Oh bro. Yeah. Like, oh, we why are you hitting in. me up for, to come record, bro? Yeah. Why are you, why are you trying to come over here and record, bro? Like yeah. what? Like, like you, bro. We in my basement, bro. Like I don't, I don't got nothing going on. I'm right. like, bro. Yeah, let's let's record today. Mm-hmm. That's. I mean, it's it sounds so simple, but I think that it takes a certain mixture of people to get things done as efficient as that. And usually, that's how our friendship has kind of been. It's kind of like, are we never gonna invite each other to do something? out of each other's character yeah. or go somewhere where we don't want to go or be around people we don't want to be around. Right. So we're pretty much always on the same page as far as that. Now we've never been in business together, right. but that's kind of why we started this because mm-hmm. this is an easy, practical business. And it's also something that you can teach you, you teach you one, how to speak better two, how to address people and three, how to, you know, basically just broaden your view on a lot of different things because we're not just going to come in here and talk about the NFL draft. We're not yeah. just going to come here and talk about the NBA. We're not going to come in here and just talk about talk music. About, we're not going to just come talk about Black Lives Matter. We're not right. just going to talk about animals or what, whatever yeah. the hell. It's going to be a anything, wide variety. whatever is under like this, this topic Literally. today. Like, I have no idea what, what we was going to talk about. Yeah, I was kind of just driving around and I was, you know, listening to... Uh, another podcast and it kind of just got me thinking like you know what conversation would Justin and I have if a contract were to come in between us you know what I'm saying Mm -hmm. I think just even getting that thought out and not being naive to the fact that you know there's going to be a day that comes where you're going to have to talk and business splits are going to have to be made and somebody's going to have more pride than the other or maybe not and it just you know how it's just going to go how it goes Yeah, and I think that ultimately if you got if you communicate and can always come to a maybe not the hundred percent mutual but close to it close most, to most of the time for sure yeah. like if you just had that conversation like bro you know what I'm saying this what mm-hmm. I just rap with Spotify or Apple right. Music or whatever it is, you know what I'm saying? I just rap with them. Uh this is what they just told me. Yeah. Like my my number one response would not be, oh why they ain't tell me. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's like, all right, well, you know what I'm saying? Which direction, you know what I'm saying, we going towards. But if it's like, if it's like, oh, bro, like they don't, <clears throat> they kind of want to see me do a, right. a segment like by myself with like this guest, you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Like I wouldn't be, you know what I'm saying, thrown off. Like we built this, like, you know what I'm saying, from nothing. Right. And I will, will say this, and that's a PSA to every company out here. 
if you're going to consult me about a business deal, you better be consulting him at the same time oh under the same microphone, under the same breath, because oh I'm God. not about to hear anything that you're not telling him. And you're not going to tell me stuff that I can't tell him and vice versa. Vice I would versa, hope that yeah. he, if he got contacted by somebody, I'm the first person he calls Bring like, Hey, up. this yeah. is, this is what's going on. This is what I just got presented with. And then we both get on the phone or we both go and meet with whoever that is. Cause you're not, Exactly. This is what we both built. This is not an an A and a B. This is uh, this one is A, one, one B. Right. Yeah. <laughs> this is like, this is both of ours. And so, I think, like I said earlier, that's probably where most problems come from: yep. is consulting yep. one side before the other. And my last point I would like to get to is, how do you think that type of damage is resolved when you're talking about money and pride. Because when you're talking about money, you're talking about pride. And you're talking about how much you think you're worth, that's all about pride. So you said how you said how how does it how, how does it damage? how does a damage like something like the Joe Budden podcast, say mm-hmm. that would happen between us and there's business dealings, like say that you were hiding something from me and I got oh. pissed and how do you think something like that gets resolved when there is pride mm-hmm. and not just to say that, oh, I had a problem with you know how you were doing things. You might have had a problem with me having a problem with you. You gotta be, you gotta be a hundred percent authentic. Yeah. You gotta be real when it, and it can't be through no text message, through no. Right. I gotta go. I gotta come see you about this. Yeah. I gotta come. Right. I gotta come see you face to face. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? To on both sides. Right. You know what I'm saying? Because I know, I know Joe. You know what I'm saying? That's his homeboy. You know what I'm saying? I know he felt some type of way whenever he started to see. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't going in the direction that him. And mm-hmm. all wanted it to go, and he kind of had to make that decision. He he already he already felt some type of way about it. So, for that to be resolved, you gotta kind of have to go back to the authentic relationship that it was before. You know what I'm saying? It got to can it be authentic? 100 percent authentic it, anymore? It, sh- it should be. It should be. It should be. It That's the real be. answer. Yeah. It should be. But like I said, people's it's, feelings yeah. and pride, and when there's money on the table. It's really hard to forgive somebody for doing you like that because it's it comes down to respect. If mm-hmm. you are paying me this amount, it's because you believe I should be making this amount, right. not because this is what the contract says or this is what the company said that you should do with me. This is what you're paying me. This is what you think I'm worth. So to kind of piggyback off that, like the the idea of um, I guess like a crab, like a what crabs do, like, if you put a bunch of crabs in a barrel. Crabs in a barrel, yeah. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? The the crabs will, like, step on other crabs. To get up. To get up, instead of, like, you know what I'm saying, like, Lifting. pulling each other right. up, out of the you barrel. know what I'm saying, to get right. out of the barrel, you know what I'm saying? So, I kind of was feeling like that with some other relationships, you know what I'm saying? Like, if, I, if you see that you can, like, help or bring a homeboy or a brother or a cousin or some in a better situation that's not really going to affect you. What you got going on. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't understand, like, the hesitation. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, yeah. uh, especially if, like, we, we 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 built this, you know what I'm saying, from nothing. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? So, like, we Literally. don't even know what direction this will end this at. Will, you know what yeah. I'm saying? So, how could I not, you know what I'm saying, like, whenever we get there, not consult that, you know what I'm saying, with you. Right. You know what I'm saying? It'd be different if, like, you know what I'm saying, we build something and we brought somebody on, you know what I'm saying? Like, all right, kind of yeah. fuck them. Yeah, yeah, You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, but I couldn't imagine myself, And the like, thing is, it kind of is, it kind of is fuck them, though, because this is what we built. And yeah. you got to have some pride in something that you built. You can't just let somebody tear it down. You can't just let somebody come in and have a so-and-so about, like, no, this is where it is because this is where we got it. 
Now, if you want to jump on and help us out, then that's cool. that. Yeah. But you're going to be, essentially, you're going to be an employee. Oh, me. You're going to oh, be me. an employee. And that's a hard pill for some people to swallow because they think that, oh, they joined something that's so small. Yep. And now it's big. And now it's big. It's like, no, feel these the blueprint was set way before you decided that you wanted to jump upon it. You decided to jump upon this because it was doing so well. You saw the potential in it. We've seen the potential that it took you months to, to get to. Exactly. So once you have that realization, you can't be befuddled or you can't really, you know, be out of sorts. If the people who hired you or brought you on told you to not fuck off in a sense, but like the stuff that's important, we deal with it. And then, we will come to you next. We're not going to consult you about business deals. We'll consult you about what you like and don't like on the show. But as far as money, as far as revenues, as far as sponsors, like that's something that the bosses take care of that employees don't even have to worry about because that's exactly. extra stress. That's not something that you need employees, to be worried about. You clock in and you clock out. You don't have to pay anybody. Mm-hmm. You don't have to worry about sponsorships. You don't have to worry about ad dollars. You don't have to worry about anything but just clocking in and clocking out. And that's not a position I want to put another friend in yeah. because at the end of the day, <clears throat> it's going to be us two and then them or us two versus, versus them. everybody yeah yeah that's that's kind of how it should have been with joe and his homeboy that's what right. it, it should have been but it, it wasn't so to yeah. get back to your initial point with mm-hmm. kim uh friendships also being business i would yeah. kind of lean more towards nah yeah you know what I'm saying because of that because it is it can it's it can true. get ugly. It can it ruin can get, yeah some and sometimes, roots that you are already built. With and that the thing person. is, a lot of people will say, "Oh, you can't mix family and business." Well, my thing is, whatever business you started, that family member or whoever has been around, you've been around that person for so long and that like nowhere. you should be able to resolve something because for the simple fact that they're not going anywhere. Yeah. You got to see them or you're going to have to deal with them. <laughs> yeah. Someone's going to bring them up to you. Like, right, right. There's no avoiding that. Excuse it. me. Yeah. There's no, there's no um, avoiding that. But if you're talking about a friend who, like I said, just jumped on something that they thought was cool and they wanted to be a part of, I think it might be a little... It'd be I guess easier. It, I guess it would be a little easier to do it, mm-hmm. but it... It's also probably a lot easier to replace them. It's a lot easier to say, screw them. It's yeah. a lot easier to say, you know what? They don't deserve this. And because they're just a friend, mm-hmm. then if that's where you're going to keep your relationship, then that's where you keep your relationship. If you take it business, Damn. okay, then we're taking Damn. it. Then we're taking it to business. And right, so this, right. is, this is a friendship, but this is also, when we're talking about this space right here, mm-hmm. this is business. This is not me and you kicking it at yeah. the fucking diner. This right, is right. me and you. At work, at the table, about the science, yeah. Of so contract. this is not for something for play. This right. is not like, oh, it's whatever. This is a podcast, it's whatever. It's, it's right some now. no. This is this is real money on the line. And mm-hmm. if you don't think that I'm about to get excited to make money off of a podcast, you're insane. I have to do is sit here and talk to you and have real, honest conversations about things that are going on in my life, your life, and just the world in general. I think it's crazy, man. I think it's um uh, to kind of wrap this one up yeah <clears throat> i think that uh the fact that you know what i'm saying friends and business don't mix um i think i think family and business like how you said like you you kind of have to see them you kind of have to address yeah. that like like your sister or your brother you'll be like, more confrontational with your yeah, family members so communication will just be there. it's gonna be there regardless yeah. you mm-hmm. know even if you feel some type of way as soon as you get around them at a family gathering or at a birthday party or something like that it still might be like Fuck them for whatever, but you know what I'm saying. At the same time, it's like if they ever needed something, you still yeah, you still take care of that for them. 
So, <clears throat> to I say that all to say this: if you, um, if somebody asks you for help today, tomorrow, next week, this rest of the year, any time in your lifetime, if you are able to help that person, if you're able to extend a hand out to that person, they could be homeless, they could be your homeboy, that can be your brother, your friend, or whatever, your grandma, mm-hmm. um, I feel like you should you should do that. Right. You know what I'm saying? Because sometimes God sends blessings through people. Right. You know what I'm saying? So you right. never want to be able, you never want to be in a position to close a, a blessing to right. somebody, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, that you don't know. Right. So with that being said, this is a Real Ties Production podcast. We are back we in are business. back. I promise you we're going to keep dropping for y'all. Yes, sir. Keep staying tuned in. Yes, sir. Thank y'all for tuning in to another episode of A Real Ties Production. My name is Cameron Scales, alongside my co-host Justin Rucker. Appreciate every listener. Please like and subscribe on all of our channels. See y'all next episode. We out.